love. Some would say it took a backseat when the pandemic forced us apart. As a family-run and proudly Canadian-owned company, Charm Diamond Centres saw the need to bring us together with tales of love and created the Canadian Love Map podcast. Since then, we've shared hundreds of real, uplifting stories that prove love conquers all. So thank you for listening. We couldn't do it without you. And remember, love starts here. Adam and Erica are actually in a blanket fort that they have built in what room of your house? <laughs> uh, it's kind of my yoga room. It's our spare room. Yeah. Great. Are you yeah. going to leave it here after? Are you going to leave it there after the oh, yeah. recording? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this yeah, will be for be, a day or two. It'll be up for a day or two at least. <laughs> we like it in here. It's nice. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nancy Regan. This week's love story belongs to Erica and Adam. These two started as co-workers in an emotionally challenging work environment, but that led to a grand adventure in love, culminating with some sub-zero I do's. Hi, Erica and Adam. Hello. Hello again. I'm excited to hear this story. Let's dive right in and talk about when you met. Yeah, um, well, we met about five, almost six years ago now. Yep. And uh, we, uh, we were working at a place together, Therapeutic Ranch for um, at-risk youth. And uh, he joined my team. And I, then, that, yeah, we just started to be really good friends after that. Yeah, I had been working there already for a year or two. And Erica had come, come to join the uh, group of people that worked there, I don't know, probably about a year or two in when I had been working there. And we ended up working on the same team together yeah. of, of three or four people. Went from there. Went from there. <laughs> okay. You're getting ahead of me because I want to go yeah. back and ask you about what kind of work you were doing. Yeah. Uh, well, we were child, child and youth care workers by trade. I guess I went to school and took psychology yeah. um, and kind of just found a place to work that had, uh, they had horses at the place and I've ridden horses my whole yeah. life. And yeah, yeah. We, we ended up working with, uh, yeah, kids from about eight to seventeen years old, and just getting them through their day to day life. And they had come from various different, uh, like children's services or like placement breakdowns, and so they just needed a place to live and also a place to um, be able to work on some of their mental health and behavioral health needs. So, and what was the ranch like? Uh, it's a, it's a fairly large place. Um, they. I'm not sure exactly how many acres, but they have like lots of farmland that they rent out to the nearby farmers. And uh, then... Yeah, we had about 10 horses. Yeah, there's about yeah, 10 horses that live there. And, and they, they do the 4-H program every year. So they have cows that the kids take care of and uh, pigs too as well. That they Many horses. They take care of yeah. many horses as well. <laughs> and they had like five um, houses on yeah. the property? About three years in, for me, they built like a high and low ropes access course for the kids to kind of go up and challenge their physical abilities essentially right and they cool. taught us uh it's all very trauma informed as uh as well so working working through the kids traumas mm -hmm. and stuff like that right so let's unpack something you said adam about being pushed to your limits as mm. as the people who were helping these kids get through yeah. and get past their trauma what was it like for you guys yeah do I go first? It was, sure. <laughs> uh, it, it was pretty intense because, you know, like they're 
their trauma is coming out of them when they're in a safe place. And so, you know, it took a lot on all of us to be able to make sure we were there for each other and debrief as a team and be able to be okay so that we could be there for the needs that would arise, right? So it really brought the whole team together. We had about 12 people on a rotation and all of us just became best friends because yeah. we went through so much together, you know, to try and help these kids. Yeah, it, uh, it takes a certain kind of willpower to yeah. <laughs> to go through the the difficult times with the like with the kids essentially right yeah, yeah. because you're you're there um as they kind of unpack all the things that they need to unpack yeah. and you can't quite be exactly what they need but you know with the you can help yeah. you, you can help by you know reintroducing them into their physical body again basically is a big part of it yeah, yeah. So I can imagine it must have forged quite a bond as friends, but I gather mm -hmm. that one of you had a crush that the other one didn't yeah. know about. <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I had, I mean, I may have been in a relationship at the time, so it was a little bit hard, but uh, I definitely had a crush on Adam for a long time. And really being able to appreciate things around me so much more and realize that I was worth more than what I was living through at the time. And I wanted to be with somebody who actually really supported me in that. And so I uh, kind of fell in love with this guy and I had to get with him instead. <laughs> I'm guessing you really got a good look at his heart as well because of the work yeah. you were doing. Yeah, exactly. And we showed up for each other, like him and our best friend. Like there were days where we all wanted to call in sick because we were just so done mm -hmm. and we all showed up. Yeah. you know and we all were able to get each other through it and like yeah, it was yeah. pretty it was pretty <laughs> integral in our relationship building ages yeah. too you know we were learning the people we wanted yeah. to keep around yeah you're building the people <laughs> that you want to have around with you for a long time right and so yeah it uh, was pretty cool that way so adam would you agree that you were hilariously oblivious <laughs> <laughs> i i didn't like when she yes. when she goes back and tells me the stories about when she was like, "Oh, I get it," I was like, "Yeah, okay, I just was doing my job and yeah, whatever, right? Do what I had to do." But like when we hung out, I always thought that she was a pretty rad individual. And, yeah, you know, I was like, a woman like that is one that I want. You know, one day, you know, like and I have been always fairly particular about the person that I wanted to find. So, yeah. <laughs> So I also want to get at the idea that, Erica, did you have to be pretty blunt in the end to help <laughs> yes. him understand that you were interested in being more than friends? Yes. Uh, yes. I very carefully explained to him all of the times where I had a huge crush on him and he didn't notice. <laughs> and um, I remember like at one point he had this girlfriend and he was like trying to be shy to all of us and not tell us who it was. And I was like, I know exactly who it is because she was just one of our friends too, right? And I pinpointed it like so far ahead. He finally brings his girlfriend to my house to like hang out with everyone. And I was like, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like things like that where like yeah. I just knew him really well. And yeah. Yeah, she, I had to explain to him that. So. <laughs> she had to write it out for me the one the one night. She's like, you should come back over. We could like maybe hang out somewhere. I was like, ah, oh, no, we can't do that. You're, you're, and she's like, no you have to come over and i was like okay well maybe tomorrow maybe tomorrow <laughs> yeah. so you know it, that took a little it, it was a few days or you know four or five days of her being like okay we should probably get on this and i was like i don't know just kind of doing it myself whatever you know? <laughs> tell me about life now 
Well, we're in a blanket fort. Yeah. So. <laughs> no. We're Let me really explain excited, that. You know? Let me explain that because for people at home, um, sometimes when you're recording audio, if you're in a, a room that is, uh, you know, of any great size, the audio sounds really echoey. So we have them. I wanted to just put this in your mind's eye. Adam and Erica are actually in a blanket fort that they have built in what room of your house? <laughs> Uh, it's kind of my yoga room. It's our spare room. Yeah. Great. Are you yeah. going to leave it here after? Are you going to leave it there after the oh, yeah. recording? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This yeah, will be for be, a day or two. It'll be up for a day or two at least. <laughs> we like it in here. It's nice. Mm. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Why did your relationship work so well as soon as you shifted gears? Uh, honestly, we just, it's, I'm not really sure. We, we really just we knew each reflect other. each other and yeah. like. I don't know. He's always wearing like neutral earth tones and I'm wearing like neon. It, it really, we balance each other out. Yeah. Like, yeah, she, we really do. Well, we, we knew each other well, you know, it, the, the two or so years leading up to our, our gear shift was, was mostly relationship building together. We had a big group of friends that we built really close relationship with. And, and because of the way that we, again, like the, the work that we were in, we were vulnerable with each other kind of from the start. Mm -hmm. And so that has made, you know, going through some really hard emotional things that couples go through when they live together and are together 24 seven. And since this lockdown has been <laughs> yeah. pretty wild, yeah. we've been, we've been able to uh, get through the, the hard stuff because uh, we've already kind of gotten past the uh, being vulnerable enough to like cry in front of each other or, or feel like really sad about somebody else's story or like, you know, mm -hmm. like, like those really hard emotions that you don't show a whole lot of people we've kind of worked through because we had to at the beginning you know, of, yeah. of our relationship in general, not just our romance. Yeah. <laughs> what do you love to do together? Anything outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We love snowboarding. Yeah. I think that's my favorite thing to do with him because yeah, he kind of showed me how. Yeah, so. from the start, I knew it would be an investment to get her on on a snowboard and getting to know it. Yeah. yeah. So we love doing that, exploring the mountains, hiking, camping, yeah. biking. We love nature. It's uh, it's <laughs> it really awesome. it really helps us uh, stay curious about each other and yeah. about what's around us. And we love the earth. We've always said that we're earthlings. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I'm I'm happy to have a couple of Earthlings on the show today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's also great that you're on the same page with your love of being in nature. Yeah, yeah it helps. For sure. It's really good, especially when I'm like, okay, we're going to get up at 3 a.m. and drive to the mountains so we can hike up for four hours and be there in time for sunrise. Okay, it's really cold. Let's go. Definitely. <laughs> and he says. Yeah, let's yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then on the way out, she's like, "Are you sure? Like, like it's it's kind of cold out there. Like, I, I yeah. don't know. I was like, we'll just wear enough clothes. It's gonna be fine. We yeah. Encourage each other to do that kind of stuff. It's yeah. Really nice. Well, that yeah. really makes sense given how you ended up getting married. Yes. So That's let's right. go there. Tell me about that. Uh, First, well, the proposal. I was gonna say <laughs> started out pre-pandemic in uh, Amsterdam. We went yeah. there. We've been um, building to go to Amsterdam for about a year and a half. Yeah, we yeah. wanted to go there. I've been there a few times in the past, and I just love it there. So yeah. we're we're talking about the Netherlands, right? Not not a That's small right. town in Alberta. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, yes. Amsterdam, just Netherlands. Just checking. Yeah, Amsterdam, Netherlands. That's funny. Cool. So, uh, yeah, we went there. We finally got our trip to go, and 
I was pretty sure he was going to propose to me. So I obviously got my nails done and we got it already. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was the first day there and we were getting some food and it's like, we really got to go to that park that you really like. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like we'll go there today. That's fine. Yeah. We've just been flying for like 18 hours. I like, hit my finger and I was like, couldn't hold on to the ring any longer. Yeah. So he's like super anxious and I'm like, okay, we'll go to the park. Like burning a hole in the backpack. Yeah. I really didn't know why it was so urgent, but I wanted to go. So we went and he's like, let's find a place to sit down. Like, sure. Okay. So we just like sat down on these benches, but there was like mud underneath them. It had been raining. So there was like a puddle right at our feet and she yeah. was wearing Nice I was shoes white shoes, I didn't want to kneel in the mud. Yeah. So he's like, oh, uh, uh, like, I don't know. What about over there? It's better. Like, your shoes are getting dirty. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like, I don't really care. I wore these shoes. I knew it was raining. Yeah. <clears throat> so we went out. We found another place to sit. And we sat there for quite a while. And I was I was really nervous because I didn't <laughs> I didn't want a whole group, a crowd of people to, like, really see. Because, I, I don't know, I'm kind of a inclusive person and so i want a whole bunch of people to like notice applause or clap or anything and so i like quickly i quickly put my knee on the ground and opened the ring up i was like yeah like would you marry me like oh at first he started being really sweet i was like oh i love you too like this is so cute we're really good together we're good partners and (laughs) yeah Uh, finally it was just a real quick knee tap on the ground oh my god yes And then, uh, I have this image of you saying, will you marry me? Answer me quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, after all that, the ring didn't quite fit. It was cold, so it fit on her ring finger for a second. Yeah. But then after it warmed up, we, we uh, couldn't put it on anymore. So yeah. we uh, made a joke because it fit on her pinky that she was my pimp. Oh, God. <laughs> you yeah. weren't expecting him to go there, were you, Erica? No, no. But it's okay because I then when we got back and I couldn't get it sized for three months, yeah. I was just rocking it on the pinky finger. Yeah. It was awesome. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> so, how did the marriage happen? Tell us about the wedding. Yeah, we got to the uh, we got to the bottom of the mountain of the of the resort there, and Erica's in her uh, in her wedding dress, and I'm in my in my suit with my. Uh, winter jacket over top basically and we're going up on our snowboard and one guy passes by he's like oh wait a minute is that a wedding dress yeah <laughs> like yeah that's a wedding dress yeah we're going I gotta to go tell my daughter you're going to get married <laughs> at the top of the bow i gotta go tell my daughter <laughs> he runs away it was so oh, funny oh, hold on we did forget <clears throat> to tell the story about how alex became your best woman oh yeah, right, yeah. so our good friend was kind of helping us out with a few things and she brought flowers up for us and Adam's best man couldn't actually make it because yeah, he's, he's in BC. BC. He just couldn't make the risk, basically. And so she came in with the flowers and it was like, this is the boutonniere and here's one for like your best man. And we're like, uh, well, you say it. You were the one who did it. I was like, I was like, so it was nice that you made such a nice boutonniere because you kind of brought it for yourself because I'm, I need a best a best person and you need to be my best person. Yeah. She to. just freaked right out. She's yeah. like, oh my God. She cried and it was really... It was really nice, yeah, because my best man couldn't be there. and Yeah, so we needed somebody, yeah. and she brought a flower for him. Exactly. So. <laughs> it was really nice, so, yeah, worked out good there. Yeah. And then, so, we're at the bottom of the mountain. Erica's in her wedding dress again, and I'm in my suit. We got our two people that, that are obviously uh, going to marry us, and we, we we took the VIP line. We didn't buy a VIP ticket, but we yeah. took the VIP <laughs> line. They're like, uh, where's your ticket? And we're like... I was like, I'm wearing a dress, <laughs> and we're getting married, so is it any possible way we could just go 
up like first yeah. right now. <laughs> so it turns out if you just wear a wedding dress, you can get to the VIP line. You can Bloody cut Mountain. the line. That's pretty. That's pretty yeah. good intel. Yeah. So then uh, we got up there. Shoot, and you know we kind of looked around and we're like, we don't really know where to go. And Jenna Gray, photography, she's awesome. She was like right over there and she basically just like trudges through this crazy snow yeah, and some like, big powder out there that we had to trudge through snowboarders yeah. were like like going around us and we we're like hiking up and there may have been a little fence that we crawled underneath so yeah. we could get to this perfect spot where like all the mountains were just surrounding us like yeah. you looked every direction it was just mountains yeah and a partly cloudy day so the clouds look beautiful and there's yeah. a lot on the blue sky the so. sky showed up for us for yeah. sure yeah and and so basically our photographer held because she was like this is the best place to take the best photos yeah and and uh and then we were like okay take off the jackets yeah. let's hurry up and do this and yeah, i never realized how cold that was when we got to the top we took everything so off and we're all shaking like a leaf and uh our photographer at the end of it she's like i gotta go inside my fingers are numb yeah she came she's back awesome, yeah. to tell us that the people said that it was minus 26 degrees without the wind chill what? and it was windy up there too yeah. <laughs> it was so oh my weird. Lifter it out it there. Cold. It was brutal. Please tell me you were wearing long johns under your wedding dress, Erica, as not sexy as that sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I forgot to bring my leggings because we were in kind of a rush to get into the car, but I had my snow pants. So I was just wearing snow pants and they were way warmer than nothing. Yeah, they looked really good, actually. Like, you could really have a tell. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't tell. That is so awesome. Okay. And what was the actual ceremony like? That was about. 10 minutes long. Yeah. Um, it was the best time of my life. Yeah, it was, I was literally was, staring at him just like, oh my God, I can't believe we're doing this. Yeah, our, uh, <laughs> our commissioner was our was the best, the, uh, the maid of honor's boyfriend. Yeah. He got commissioned just for the day. Yeah. And one funny thing is his, his finger got all dried up and cracked and he started bleeding everywhere out of <laughs> yeah. his finger while he was trying to marry us on the top of the mountain, stay warm and shake it like a leaf, you know, yeah. it was freezing. Um, yeah, uh, it was that. It was great. Yeah, he just kind of read the yeah. script, and we just uh, repeated after him. And yeah. she looked gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty amazing. I was freezing my butt off. It was cold. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We then, said I do, and that was pretty much it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it must have been when you were looking at each other before the actual vows were exchanged. Were you thinking, wow, this person really is my partner in adventure? <laughs> because yeah. just to be up for this, you know, type of a wedding says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. She committed the, right to the top. Yeah. yeah. And then I, as I look at my rings or I look at his, we're like, they were forged in ice. Yeah, forged in ice. <laughs> <laughs> they were put on to each other's frozen fingers <laughs> to warm them up. <laughs> it sounds to me like the scene might have melted the snow all around you. Yeah, yeah exactly. It did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get pictures of that, but it did happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the I do part. All right. Uh, so he was like, he, he pronounces man a wife. We took a, a quick smooch and we had actually kind of planned to you know, have like a celebratory drink at the top kind of deal and like stay up there for a little bit and hang out. But it was so cold and everybody was just yeah. freezing so much. We did. The I do part was really quick. I do we wanted to was, put our jackets back on. Yeah. yeah, got the jackets back on and we tried to, we hiked back out and throw the snow, threw the snowboards on. And, and yeah, that uh, was really cool because then, yeah, we got to just take off down the yeah. mountain like we love to do. And I get to. Yeah, she looked gorgeous with her dress and her <laughs> flowers. And yeah, it was really nice. Yeah incredible erica how did that feel like i it seems to me that 
that might be the most unique exit from a wedding I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was really cool because all the whole time while we were planning it, I was like, okay, I'm going to get a white jacket. Like, cause I think that would look so awesome. But I was kind of like, I don't know. I just got a new snowboarding jacket and we got the jacket. And now that I've seen the pictures, I'm so happy. But going down the mountain, like people on the chairlifts were like hooting and hollering at us. Like <laughs> as we would go, like people would rip by, they'd be like, congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like super fast. Like yeah. it was so yeah. cool. I felt like so, yeah, uh, yeah I felt really cool. <laughs> everyone, everyone knew we were on the mountain while we were on the mountain. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm curious to hear you both tell me what you love about the other. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that to you. Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, well, Erica has always... She's always been uh, a huge support to me. You know, I uh, she's always built up my self-confidence and has always just told me what a great human being I am. And that's always <laughs> been really, that's something that uh, she's done even before we got together. And I feel like I've gained a lot of self-confidence through knowing Erica, even before we were romantic. Yeah, she's, she's always built me up and told me how great I am. And that's one of the things I love the most, I'd say. She's committed AF. <laughs> and don't forget, I'm also funny. <laughs> She's also funny, exactly. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to add, Erica, about what he loves about you? <laughs> yeah. What else would I love about um, you? I, uh, I never quit. Yeah. I never stop. I'm always going forward towards my goals. That's correct. He loves that about me. I know that, too. Yeah. Right yeah. on. What do you love, love about him? About yeah, he's a good human, you know, uh, you know, rarely meet somebody who could always be so positive, like to anyone and everyone he wants to, you know, get them a drink of water. He wants to be able to like make them feel comfortable and make them feel happy. And yeah, no matter what's going on for Adam, he's always like trying to help other people see the best in themselves. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, I love him a lot. Yeah. yeah. If you could describe your relationship with one word, what would it be? Free. Uh, adventurous. Yeah. Adventurous. Free, free yeah. adventurous. Yeah. I think that's that one word each that works out nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and actually, that's interesting because the town that you met in when you started working at that ranch together, what was the name of that town? It's a Bon Accord. And that's an anglicized pronunciation of Bon Bon accord, which is mm -hmm. good agreement and fellowship. Oh. And, yeah. and you know, it means that uh, you work together. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I love that a lot, actually. So awesome. Thank you guys so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. It's, a, it's a pleasure to share it. It really brings us closer to you. So. Well, keep up with the great adventure of love and life. Thank you so much. We will. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to the Canadian Love Map. If you love us, please subscribe and share. We'll be back next week with another love story to add to the map. This podcast is brought to you by Charm Diamond Centres, Canada's largest family-owned jewellery store. They are proud to be putting love on the map. And the staff at Charm Diamond Centres are thrilled to be a part of your love story too. So visit charmdiamondcenters.com or one of your local stores. Love starts here. This podcast is made possible by Charm Diamond Centers. It's hosted by me, Nancy Regan, and is produced and distributed by Podstarter. <laughs>